Yo, what is good, world? It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King the third, And as always, I have my lovely co-hosts with the most of on my side, Miss Reese PC, the one and only. Hey, y'all. And we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up for another dope episode of This, That, and the Third, the lifestyle show that gives you life. Literally. Literally. Now, we're going to begin the show in the best fashion we know how, and that's beginning with some new news for all y'all new news. So, Miss Reese, what's topping off our news segment this week? Chaos. Chaos? Yes. What you mean? Like, uh... Armageddon type chaos? Is the world ending? No, no, not Close quite. To it? Not quite. But they're Stay just tuned. they're just chaos in other countries, right? Just as well pit. as ours. Pit. So really quick, in Brazil, mm -hmm. right now they're having a huge drug trafficking problem. They've been having seems that, haven't they? To be everywhere, but no, it's like it's climaxing. They are every day. They may get. They may stop somebody with like a million dollars worth of kilos. Goddamn. In their car. Going where? To or fro? It, it's they're trafficking to uh, Rio de Janeiro, mm, right? Mm. Okay. Good old Olympics. Fuck your shit up. So now they have two gangs that are like at war with each other, right? And the Bloods they, and the Crips. No, it's red something and the Gray. So red and gray. I like the Bloods <laughs> and the Crips. So, but these guys like. The people who live there, it's normal. They see the gang members in the cars with these automatic weapons mm. out the window. Like It's nothing. It's, it's normal, the norm. Right? It's the norm. So let me tell y'all what. Shy City is not the worst. Mm. Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, 64,000 murders last year. Murder capital of the world. Seriously. You remember niggas used to brag on that? Like, man, New Orleans yeah. was the murder capital of the world. Chicago, Detroit. No. Ooh, I bam. Nigga, it's Brazil. Yeah, well, and they're, they're killing each other yeah. with swords and guns. Yeah, it's real bad. And so, you know, Brazil just got a new president. Oh, I didn't the know that. The president plans, or his plan is to uh, give more money to police, security, mm -hmm. to, you know, stop the drug trafficking and the gangs. But the gang member was like, well, shit, we was at war with this gang, but we're going to be at war with the police. With like, the government. Okay. Fuck you mean. Square so, up. Prayers out Officer. to people in Brazil. Goddamn, where do we send money? Um, I don't they got know. Enough. I don't know. <laughs> got enough drug money. Um, so next, in Syria, so if you, you don't watch the news, but yesterday. I don't yesterday, even know where Syria is. The Vice President Pence announced how the war over in Syria, we're mm. winning, the terror groups are like winning. declining. Well, we lost four people yesterday. Man, do you ever really win a war? No. Like, Less of our people died. No. What so, the fuck? so it's not going good over there. So right, it doesn't sound like ignore it. what the hell he's saying. And uh, last, this has been in the news a lot with the whole Brexit. You know what that is? No. Okay, so it's the British exit. They're trying to exit from Oh, they're the trying to yep, break government. up the yep, yeah. yep, the EU. So it didn't go through. The, hmm. She didn't get the vote. Baby, um, won't you just stay? For yeah. a little while. Who is she? The queen? The, the prime minister. Prime minister. Okay. Yeah. So okay. she didn't get it. So now they're, all of their governments are like trying to figure out what's, what's next, next. How is this going to work? Because a lot of their All this money we printed. Can't use it. <laughs> well, and it's intertwined. Because they were trying to get their own money going though, to my understanding. They were trying to start their own currency. Probably that too. But a lot of their bridges and roadways. Infrastructure. So it's a lot. So it's a, lot. it's a mess over there too. So I just wanted to highlight that stuff mm -hmm. because it seems so bad here sometimes, yeah. but it's worse in other places. Count your blessings, niggas yeah. and niggas. Also, it's interesting how when we're at war and we lose four people in a day, <laughs> woe is us. But we be killing like hella more people than four people a day, dog. We be like bodying siblings yeah. per hour. So stay woke. Uh, let's kick it. Over to politics and remain in the topic of new news for all y'all new news. What's going on on the home front? So Trump is cheap. It's hell. Like really cheap. Like dirt cheap. Um, Clemson football team. Oh, congratulations on winning the NCAA yeah, football championship. Beating the dog shit out of Alabama. Roll Tide. Okay. My bad to the family down south. But y'all got your ass. Money up. <laughs> well, on their visit and celebration to the White House, this nigga, oh, my as star. in Trump, mm. feeds them McDonald's, oh, my star. Wendy's, oh, my star. Burger King, oh, my star. and pizza. Come on. Set out in the White House for this football team. Don't tell me and that shit was Papa John's. Then this is what he said. I think they, I think this would be their favorite food. So we'll see what happens. Nigga, please. I don't know if you know this, but you probably know this too. Now, you went to HBCU or just smaller college? Smaller college. Okay. So sports teams were a big thing, scholarship athletes, da yeah. da. Them niggas eat 
well. Yeah. Well. Not no damn Well Wendy's. beyond dorm food, well beyond fast food. Or they McDonald's. be eating well, all types of shit on the regular. So for fast food to be their food of choice, I meal. doubt that they're looking forward to that meal. And so. That shit don't even stay hot. Look, Trump paid for this. Because the workers in the White House are furloughed. Furloughed. So nobody's working, right? Furloughed. So nobody could lay out a, a decent platter. He could have went to Gibson's. Something. I know they got some restaurants. Portillo's, my nigga. Portillo's. <laughs> Zaxby's. Caters. I looked at that shit Chick-fil-A, right, bro. Chick-fil-A, bro. If he would have yeah. came with Chick-fil-A, niggas would have yeah, respected it. Like, okay, okay. I see what you was trying you know, to do. He had McDonald's and Wendy's. Dog, he's stupid. And all the late night talk shows is like roasting his ass too, talking about his just the way he thinks. But at the end of the day, it's just him being cheap. If he didn't have to pay for it, it would have been, you know what I'm saying, a lot more expansive. Like, what did he eat that night? Did he eat with he them? He eat that shit? Man, he looked like he eat fast I feel food. like that whole football team should have just looked at that Man. shit and would have been Punched like, Punched that nah, burger in the top of his head. I wonder what type of pizza, because they named all the other chains Except and they said pizza. pizza. Like, yeah. was it Papa John's? Was it Pizza Hut? Was it Domino's? Was it Maybe Italian it was Fiesta? Maybe a pizza that's a local chain local, type yeah. thing. DC Slice. Face ass. All right, keep it with new news for all y'all new news, man. Just throw men in the trash. What the fuck? <laughs> what so you look, mean? So apparently... They recycling this? Gillette has been watching this, that, and the third because I have been saying just throw you men in the trash because uh, you guys aren't helpful. You guys, nobody, came, nobody came to the rescue of We're that girl working at McDonald's. McDonald's. Okay. <laughs> she looked like she had it all under nobody control. Nobody came to all of those girls' rescue dealing with R. Kelly. Oh, right? well, why is it okay. doing that? <laughs> I mean, there's so many instances where where is the man? Like, are you not going to say anything? So... Can I, can I say this? Yes. I read a dope-ass quote. I want to say this came from my brother Trey all the way in Orlando. Mm -hmm. It was an Albert Einstein quote that says something to the effect of the world is not going to end. No, nah, because, yeah, the world is not going to end because of the acts of evil people. It's going to end because of those that stood by during their actions. So it's not about the evildoers and shit like that. It's us, the bystanders, who watch them do that shit. Be like, well, at least they ain't fucking with me. That's, That's all I want to say. That's why I've been saying throw y'all in the trash. And men are supposed to be protectors. I kind of feel what you're saying. So Gillette did an ad. Have you seen that? Bullying. The Me Too movement against sexual harassment. Is this the best a man can get? Is it? We can't hide from it. It's been going on far too long. We can't laugh it off. Who's the daddy? What I actually think she's trying to say. Making the same old excuses. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. Boys will be boys. But something finally changed. Allegations regarding sexual assault and sexual harassment. And there will be no going back. Because we, we believe in the best in men. Men need to hold other men accountable. Smile, sweetie. Come on. To say the right thing. To act the right way. Bro, not cool, not cool. Some already are. But some is not enough. We treat each other, okay? Okay. Because the boys watching today will be the men of tomorrow. That is true. Very true. Right? Facts. That is true. Facts. So if boys are growing up seeing no man take a stand for mm -hmm. anything or just seeing women being attacked. And right. then as a man, you don't do anything. That's what they're going to do when they get older. Right. So at the end, I was like, oh, okay, I get it. But a lot of people are upset about this damn ad. And I like feminism Nigga, is words. a bitch. True words. women are the problem and they need to be quiet. <laughs> well, damn, why does it have to be two different extremes? Why we can't own our shit and then also allow y'all to do the same? And if we call each other out or remind each other, just tap yeah. each other like, hey, step your shit up. Like, I think that's accountability versus, like, 
being uh, too extreme or anything like that. Yeah, so and I, I, I agree with that statement about the boys that are watching today will become men, men tomorrow. tomorrow. Hell yeah. That right there just made the commercial make you. sense. It grabs you. Like the whole commercial was like, okay, we know all men aren't like this, yeah. right? Bring, bring it home for me. But, bring it home. And then they showed no razors in the commercial. Oh, no. Not it's one not razor. about that. It's about the story. <laughs> it's about so storytelling. That last tag was kind of like, oh, okay, makes sense. So. But I get how most men are, like, upset about this ad. If you're part of the problem, though, you know what I'm saying? Like, when somebody shine a light on the shit you're doing, you probably kind of like, ah, yeah, I kind of do subscribe mm -hmm. to Boys Will Be Boys. I'm guilty of it myself. It's a double standard, like a mug for my kids just because one is a boy and one is a girl. You know what I'm saying? But at the end yeah, of the day. Yeah, he is pretty mean to his son. Whoa! I was saying he has a lot more latitude and flexibility with his decisions. I wasn't saying I was mean as fuck to the guy. You you are a little bit. I'm a stern father figure. <laughs> Not to Callie. <laughs> hey, Callie. <laughs> Anything you need, just text me. I'll be right there. But no, I'm just saying. I need to be the man that my son aspires to become yeah. and the man that my daughter aspires to be with. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> oh, suck, suck a free Sunday around this bitch, man. We're not doing that. We're not doing that on this and third. What else we got in new news for all these new news? Um, okay, so GM, right? A well-known company. Hmm? A General staple Morris, company, yeah, been around. Yeah. Detroit, stand up. Well, uh, over a half dozen employees and former employees have filed a lawsuit because they're experiencing racism. Whoa. When did you notice overt racism? Well, when an employee that was under me, he told me that back in the day, a person like me would have been buried with a shovel. He said what to you? That was a death threat, and I was told to push that to the side. Boyd says he reported the incident. He admitted to it, and I was pulled to the side and said, you know, if you want to build relationships here, you know, you just let things go, he'll be all right. But he says the threats got worse. Were you afraid for your life? Definitely. That's why I left. When the noose appeared in March of 2017, Derek Brooks says he reported it to upper management. He was sure he was the intended target, but says he was told to investigate by questioning his employees. It felt like a slap in the face. It did, but I had to be professional. Brooks and other black employees also noticed being called Dan. I thought they just well, mispronounced my name for Derek. Then later I find out that Dan was an acronym for dumbass nigga. Dust. And I would like to say, you know, GM has done something. It hasn't. They just got a complaint yesterday. Niggas like, <laughs> we're downsizing anyway, so if you guys want to furlough, join the government. Yeah. Damn. They did what yesterday? So, like, GM, uh, this was on CNN yesterday, um, and GM made a statement saying that they're dealing with it. They took a day of, for training. Sensitivity training? Whatever. Hey, Starbucks. Um, <laughs> but the employees who are making these comments and who are doing these things are still there. They have not been fired. Yeah. They have not been let go. And just as the lady was reporting it, she had got another complaint that day. Yeah. So it's ongoing. This is my thing. Has the American dream become... Getting into these positions where ah, don't make me feel some type of way or I'll sue and just kind of riding off into the sunset with that golden parachute in the form of a perpetuity lawsuit or an annuity lawsuit and never having to work a day in your life again because you earned your stripes, you endured, you worked your way to the middle, the top of the middle. You got, you know, some proof that they was treating you biasly. Yeah. And now you just retire with your bag? Is that the new? Because, like, niggas be out here, oh, I wish I get clipped by a CTA bus. Oh, if a school bus jams my son's finger in the window, even though my son's playing in the window, I'm giving that lawsuit a, a good look. In Australia, one of the signs on the expressways mm -hmm. fell on the car. Your ass would be sued. City of Chicago would be no, sued. No, get down here. It I'm would be City saying. of Calvin. City of Calvin. <laughs> Because of that one mistake, and niggas will go hard as hell to go with this crazy number just to settle here yeah. and not have to work. So I'm asking, is that the new no, American dream? I, I don't think that's with this particular case because mm -hmm. a lot of these workers, male workers, were making six figures. Right. But And they were working to take care of their moms, take care of their kids in college, and, you know, to really provide. And they didn't want to quit. You right. know, it's good money. But to come to work every day and have people threatening you and, and to know if you do something bad, right. then you will lose everything. Well, it's like I teach the young people, though. 10% of life is what happens to you. 90% is how you respond to it. Put me in that situation. I don't work my ass off. Yeah. I don't educated my ass off. I probably got a family that's counting on me and depending on this income. Whites only. Okay. Let me get that. I will put it in the urinal and I will piss on it with my, you know what I'm saying? I will probably shit on that motherfucker and not flush it. 
That's what I think of your whites only, son. I'm not doing anything bogus, but I'm letting you know but I see they, you, now, and I don't give a fuck what you're talking about. This is my bathroom. I shit. I go purposely in this bathroom to take a shit because it's a clean bathroom. So this is my bathroom more than it's a whites only bathroom. Now, what if they come up to you and say stuff like, "Say what? Don't take that whites only sign down that no, I wrote, like, bitch. I got your ass." You know, back in the day, we would have killed a nigga like you. If they say that to me, yeah. Okay, I say, "What you gonna do today? <laughs> fuck you gonna do today? Square up." <laughs> Square up in the boardroom. Square up, bitch. <laughs> Fuck you mean. Like, I'll play the game all day, man. And that's the thing. I'm one of them petty-ass niggas. And I'm intelligent as fuck. So it's kind of hard to really... It, you got to know thyself. They could leave a sign on your shit say, nigga, who you talking to? I ain't no nigga. I'm very intelligent. No ignorance over here. So I'm not subscribing to that. Whites only? Fuck you mean. I, I'll stand on my shit and let you know it's my shit only. Noose, I will make that motherfucker into a, a, a belt, a, a motherfucking... Something to carry a bucket with, nigga. I will repurpose yeah. that goddamn noose. I will wear that motherfucker fashionably. Well, leave that shit at somebody else's desk. You I know what I'm saying? I will say this. The guys that were in the video that were, you know, talking about their complaints, they were older. So you come from a different generation. Yeah. They rebels, non-rebels with no cause. Well, I'm not going to say that. There is no, uh, it's either we're going to fight and lose everything, or what else do we do? We just play that game and, yeah. and file reports and lawsuits. Right, play the that's paper what game. white people do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, I get that. And there's, that's, that's a uh, response as well. Yeah. So I'm not knocking what they're doing. I'm just saying, I don't know if it would have got to the media. Yeah. Like, if somebody would have did that, and I'm working at a predominantly white institutional corporation, they do that shit, it would have never made the airways. They, I would have made the airways. They'd be like, this nigga pisses <laughs> on every sign that says whites only. What do you mean this sign says whites only? Oh, I wasn't supposed to say that. I told on myself. I wouldn't have told. I'd have stood my ground. Fuck you, bitch. Yeah. That's just me, though. All right. All right. What else is going on with Nunu's while y'all Nunu? I just don't. I just would have been that first dead slave. Like, let's go, y'all. Oh, he did. Our leader's dead. So I guess we'll just go back to the fields. That's <laughs> I wouldn't have planned it out or nothing like that. I wouldn't have had no plan. I just ran up like, fuck you me. Slapped 12 niggas and then died. Nobly. What else is going oh, on in those? So you got a uh, warrant out for a Knicks, New York Knicks player. Enos Cantor? Yeah. No, that's how many used to hoop for OKC. It's Westbrook's homeboy. Well, the Turkish president uh -oh. is uh, <laughs> oh, shit, what looking for his ass because they said he's involved in a terrorist group. From the NBA? Well, before he came over here. Oh, as a teen. <laughs> Why are you just saying something now? He's been in the league for years. Well, Cantor says the president basically was just abusing his power. So he's admitting involvement. <laughs> he didn't say, no, I'm not. No, he, he said, didn't. I'm just saying, buddy ass on bullshit. <laughs> Who wouldn't be a terrorist? <laughs> what? Now, when they say terrorists, they mean domestic terrorists, meaning they, he wasn't flying planes in the buildings on his way here to the NBA. Well, he was doing some shit at the crib. Has done that. But, yeah, they were, you know, planting bombs and thinking of ways to blow up stuff, apparently. God damn. Enos, he, he, he a dog, too. He stood up to LeBron one time. He said, man, leave well, my teammate alone. He must be because he's right. standing up he to He said, nigga, I'll bomb your ass. <laughs> he sent the bombs to uh, the Clintons and, and the Obamas, huh? <laughs> Now, oh shit, damn, Enos. Well, the Knicks suck. So even with or without them, they're not gonna do too well. So is he going to jail, or he got to get deported, well, or does the United States care? What is Adam Silver like saying? It. it don't seem like what? it. What? No zero fucks. Nothing is happening. As long as you don't fuck with white people, you're good, huh? Yeah. Okay. We'll see. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up for new news for all y'all new news on this week's episode of This That and the Third. Literally. Literally. Moving on to entertainment. What's topping off our entertainment seg segment this week, Miss Reese? Soldier Boy Tell. Oh, oh, yo, <laughs> yo, 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 what's Soldier Boy on, Z? Because I've been hearing a lot about and from this young man this week. What's to like it? He looks like Flavor Flav's. Son. Nephew. I was going to say nephew. Oh, he does. Yeah. He's all tatted Distant up. Distant cousin. He's, yeah, he's frail. He has like all his goddamn His hairline is yeah. questionable. He's not an attractive young he's man. He's ugly as fuck. But why is he so mad? Why you mad, bro? Why is he so mad? Okay, because so I watched a couple videos. Mm -hmm. He was on Breakfast Club. Mm -hmm. He did another interview. He he's he's talking about Kanye, Tyler. I saw that. I saw Drake. that. Um, 
Okay, so he says Drake stole his song, his he stole his whole flow. Oh, the whole cadence from the first album. Soulja Boy, tell him dot com. Drake's first album. Oh. Um, it's a song on there, and then they played a Soldier Boy song, and it was the same. Flow similar. It was the same. Okay. Man, good but, artists borrow, great artists steal. And Buckingham. Drake is mad, but he tried to say. How do you have, what do you mean, Drake? Drake, the one who got Pusha T. Yeah, you got And let give, me just say this. Give Where's examples of Pusha your ears. now? Mm. I'll wait. Crickets. Okay, that's that's what I thought. Mm. So anyway, moving on. Sometimes you got to weather the storm. I'm just saying. <laughs> you can lose the battle with the war. All right. That's Jay-Z. Um, so then he talks about how Tiger didn't have the best comeback year. It was him who had the best and he started blah, blah, blah at Tiger. He was like, man, that nigga had one record. I don't know what Tiger's record was, honestly, but that's just me. Tiger got a new song out right now. I okay, so maybe that. that's the one they're talking about. But they were talking about how, well, he was talking about how, oh, the one who uh, Travis Scott ran up in his bra and put a baby up in that bitch loins. And what, he was being very vulgar and very direct with his cuts at, uh, I think that's Ky Kylie, Kylie, Kendall, whatever, whichever one. one. And just on yeah, that, man, how he had the best come year, back, comeback year when his, his, his baby, you know, his, his chick getting babies well, by other niggas. Head crack from this nation uh, ran down those numbers from Spotify, mm -hmm. and Tiger's numbers exceedingly passed yeah. Soldier Boy. And that's Tiger! <laughs> Tiger? Yo, let me tell you a story about Tiger, right? This stupid ass nigga said my Uncle Birdman owed him some money. My Uncle Birdman never, never, yo, my Uncle Birdman paid me every time. He flew me to Miami on private jets. He paid for all the studio sessions. He paid for the hotel. He paid for me to be on Lil Wayne album, to produce for Lil Wayne album. I'm on a Carter. I'm on, I'm not a human being part two. Like, I can never say nothing bad about Birdman. I got Rich Gang tatted on my face. I would never disrespect Birdman in my life. This stupid ass nigga said Birdman owe him millions. Tiger? Lime in the coconut, but don't ever come out your mouth and disrespect my uncle again in your life, nigga. And that's on my mama. And what I was gonna say, the whole point of this was Tiger. Uh, I had a song called Swag Daddy back in 2010. Tiger wanted to get on the remix. Guess what this nigga said? He called me and said, "Bro, I need a Lamborghini, I need a hotel suite, and I need thirty thousand dollars for some bitches and shit for the video." I said, "Okay, I'm gonna try to make it happen. I can make it happen." I was like, "Yo, you know what, my nigga? I'm not coming to Las Vegas." And getting you no Lamborghini out my pocket and renting you no hotel suite for no fucking video, nigga, for a remix. Come to L.A., we can shoot this shit in my house, and we can shoot this shit with my Bentley, and do it like that. He ain't want to do it. That's my story on Tiger, nigga, you know what I'm saying? But I fuck with Tiger. He came through the studio, and we did that, uh, we did some song, YouTube Soldier Boy and Tiger. I forgot the name of that shit. And he was in, i put Tiger on. He was in the She Got a Dunk video. You don't remember my video? She Got a Dunk. She got a don't. You remember that song? She got a don't. Yeah. Shake saw with it. You remember that? Yeah. He's in the video. Tiger. This is before. So Charlemagne was kind of asking him. He was like, well, you're an artist. You're a musical artist. And musically, he came back with a big-ass hit after not having a big-ass hit in a while. What? And it was a huge hit. Yeah. And you, who, yes, you did, uh, he ran down his thing. He said, uh, uh, the Yule song, Superman, whatever. He said, kiss me through the phone. He said, uh, That's the song. a whole bunch of them sis. Oh, okay, okay. But he ran down his hits, and they had like three or four years in between each of them. Well, now it's been seven since the last one. Doing? So it's like, how did you come back musically? And that's what he couldn't really answer with Charlamagne. Then he talked about how Kanye is dumb. His clothing line is trash. He just said, looks like homeless trash. people apparel. He, he said, said he that. looked better than Kanye. I mean, yeah, he just was like, was it was becoming too much. So then I watch on YouTube, he has like this long, he, he must have been on Instagram Live, right? Yeah. Talks about how nigga, one of the niggas he knew, five of them tried to rob him in his house. And basically the whole scene he describes is like Belly, the Jamaican when they yeah, came yeah, to the Yeah, Ox, Ox. What bumble bum, clock won't test me now? Soldier Boy think he Ox, or at least that's what he Big described. Draco. He said, you know that's his nickname, Big Draco. Yeah, he said he sprayed all of them, he, his whole no, house. No, that's what I'm saying. That's like the story. That's why he called that nigga that. That, that happened, uh, apparently, reportedly. Apparently. They said that happened, G. Okay. Like, he let these niggas have it. Well, so he was in Atlanta. Right. Atlanta has a self-defense rule. Mm. He said he can't do that in Cali, so... Right. Catch him slipping in Cali, you might win. <laughs> huh. um, but basically, he was like, he too real. He from the streets. And 
he was the first nigga to start a YouTube. He made seven million at seventeen, and he was just on this rant. But I'm like, who are you proving this to? If you yeah, got all this money yeah. and you all of this, why are you going in on everybody else? Nobody's talking about you. Now that's the big thing. I think that there's some sort of reverse genius to this nigga though because he did kind of break the internet first for artists he did kind of take the youtube route to kind of make streaming what it is today okay. he did give a platform for those that didn't have one or didn't know how to go direct to consumer mm -hmm. dame dash talks about that a lot now it's like if you can control the creativity you control the business you control the distribution you All got right. something and I think YouTube gave us that platform, but Soldier Boy was a, a pioneer at a very young age in regards to doing that shit musically. So, facts is facts. He led a lot of waves. He created a lot of waves. He put a lot of niggas on songs and got on songs with niggas before they was really, you know, talking about something. And then they jump on another record label or sign with somebody else, and he doesn't get the fruits of that labor. So he could have, you know, diddy these niggas and scooped all these niggas up and wide the band, but he didn't. And we would be talking about him if it was if he was a boss like that. But this nigga was like what, maybe twenty when and that shit was what happening. What is he doing now? Well, I don't, I don't know. But what I'm saying is what he did. That's all I'm saying. I'm not right. saying what he did, doing right. now. We I'm not saying what he's doing now. But that nigga's pedigree. That nigga's pedigree. And you going in on all these people. So uh, this is what I'm saying though. So now you bring it full circle. So he was laughed at. When motherfuckers was going that YouTube route, when motherfuckers doing the song with the dance, da da da. But then every artist after him followed that same path that he had trailblazed and started incorporating dances to their songs. True or false? Full time. True, it was all them songs. Boom. Okay, so now you see what a motherfucker like Takashi Six Nine did when he goes on um, Breakfast Club and it's like, man, my shit gonna have the most views yeah. and what the bam, and my shit gonna be controversial. He took that same formula, and now everybody's talking about social but He ain't did shit but this interview or these interviews, and we're talking about him. So there might be some reverse genius shit going on, like a Jedi mind trick type thing. I think Soldier Boy is a step ahead of the game. That's all I'm saying. I think he knows what he's doing in terms of getting relevant back into the conversation. And don't be surprised if now he does come out with another one-hit wonder since he's got 12 of them already. Again, one-hit wonder. You don't last long. Great. Thank you for being a pioneer to YouTube. I'm sure there are many artists that appreciate you. But, nigga, that was how many years ago? It was a decade. Get you something to do now. That like, was 2006 or something. Get something going. Like, you, as you say, a grown-ass man. Like, grow the fuck up. How about that? I think this is the beginning of him getting something going. I think this is how you get things going now. Like, we ain't even talking about Aura no more. We're not listening to Calvin. I'm just saying. Stay tuned. <laughs> Stay tuned. It's gonna be Black History Month. Y'all gonna be like, damn, everybody got that Soldier Boy new project. Who are you It's the age group. It's the age range, right? Yeah. Like you have some artists who I think transcend those age groups. Mm -hmm. Soldier Boy. No, he's limited. He's limited. So, he's limited. His audience has to grow with him. That very niche yeah. uh, group. But shit, music is music. He but get the right I feature. Just, but I just feel like some Daniel Caesar featuring Soldier Boy niggas gonna listen. Some 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 Anderson Pack. Featuring Soldier Boy, niggas gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? It's just I I want to stay tuned on this story, and you'll have more. You know who? I, what song I like? Um, and this song had nothing to do with Soldier Boy, but um, what the fuck? Um, what's the guy that Mook and the boys listen to? Um, XX. Oh, yeah, 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 X. They just call him X. Okay, cause yeah. that whole name. Yeah, is, yeah, I can't really pronounce it either. He has a new song. Well, it ain't new hey, now, he's but dead. Moonlight. Uh, I ain't up on it. I gotta listen to it tonight. Nehemiah I may have heard it and, and didn't know what it was. It for me and I was like, I love this Nehemiah song. Nehemiah is the man, dog. If y'all don't watch her stories, <laughs> she has a character <laughs> on her hands. This guy is very theatric, dog. I love that kid. <laughs> okay. You too, Noah. You my man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Also in entertainment, man, I know before we went into movie reviews, you told me to remind you about... Oh, Lee Daniels. Lee Lee, what's going on? Oh, so he... I guess apparently his dream, right, since he's gotten the business, mm -hmm. was to create a gay superhero. Well, it's coming. Y'all want to know what it's going to be called? Fag man, 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 man. Can I say it? Yeah. Say it. <laughs> what is that? What's his name? <laughs> Fuck boy. <laughs> no, it's not. Oh, I was about to say Z. No, he did not name a superhero. Fuck boy, 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 boy. <laughs> The inventor's a fuckboy. Damn. That's hilarious. What's so, the name, Z? So the name of this movie. Fuckboy, boy, boy. Will boy. be called Super Bitch. Oh, 
Yeah, because yeah. that's like sassy and gay. Like fuckboy would have been deliberate, direct. Well, he is super bitch. Ah, I like fuckboy better. Man. <laughs> Just honestly, G. Honestly, G. Because could you imagine a superhero that's gay, but it's like he be also fuck shit too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like pushing his agenda no, forward. Like, <laughs> right. Like I don't want to see. Like is he tough? Is it is it tough? Is the no? Does it fight women or men? Probably fights whoever is. It's ops. Yeah. All the ops. <laughs> no, you ain't. <laughs> Damn. Y'all need to let us know. Would y'all rather see the adventures of Fuckboy or Super Bitch? Or Fuckboy versus Super Bitch? Maybe that would be like the third installation. Well, they introduce both characters and then maybe. they fight. Okay. Also in entertainment, uh, with some movie reviews, man, you finally got a chance to see Green Book. Oh, uh, yes. If you have not seen this Green Go Book, you will understand it. why we are now beginning to slow yes. clap Green Book in. Because yes. it is all that, see? It and it's based on a true story. It's gripping. We talked about this offline. It's gripping. It's such a good and well-told story. Well-told. I like and that. And Marsha Lott. How do you pronounce his name? Buddy Marshall, Ash from Moonlight. No. Mar Marsala. Marsala Ali. Muhammad Al Abdul. No, Marsala or Marsala Ali. Oh, he does a phenomenal job. The nigga's a beast. He's a true detective. I didn't oh, even see I that, but I'm like, yo, that? I want. No, but since um, I've seen he's in it, I'm like, I'm going to give it a gander. Good. He's good. I might take a gander. He's good. He doesn't disappoint, dog. No. He's having a great five years. It's a really good movie, and. um. I don't even want to tell it. I just want you yeah, to Yeah, I, I need y'all to engage in it. And then in the comments, let us know. Thumbs what up, thumbs think? down. You know what I'm saying? Whatever. But I swear, man, like, dude be playing the shit they out of these roles, dog. That, that movie was good. Yeah, he that did want to go good. to Globe, so maybe he yeah. might want to ask. And it's just, I mean, from, from my perspective, and I know people have mixed opinions about that whole white savior thing. Mm -hmm. And I get that. That is an element to it. But I've never heard of this character. Like, I didn't know we had famous black pianists back then. Like, we need to know about these things because what if I'm a child and regardless of, you know, the, the ups and downs of the movie, but just having that as inspiration and yeah. possibly motivation, be like, well, damn, if he was killing it back then and touring back then, I'm sad as a motherfucker with my fingers. I could be the next Manny Fresh or Dr. Shelley. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, you know what? man. And it's interesting. Um, there were and there still are blacks that are in opera and mm -hmm. classical music. But you, it's like those two worlds don't intertwine. Yeah. Like in the movie, um, the character, Dr. Shirley, he never heard of like Little Richard. He never heard uh, Fried Chicken. Sam Cook. He never has, yeah, he just didn't grow he up He was very that isolated, way. very bubbled, very bubbled. Yeah, so it's a good movie. Y'all check it out and let us know what y'all think about it. What other um, movies did you want to talk about this week? You said you watched Vice. I watched parts of Vice and haven't finished it yet. Oh, okay. And it, it's one of those movies where if... Kids are doing homework. Oh, motherfuckers yeah. running around. You're like, I'm just going to turn this off. And whenever you motherfuckers graduate, I guess I'll finish. You know what I'm saying? Like, I haven't gotten through the movie trying to be father of the year. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. I just I want to learn about that time yeah. period that we went through. And I want to hear all the words. And you can't. And yeah. you can't. It's not one of those movies that you just can be doing other shit to. Yeah. So I haven't gotten through it, but what I've seen so far is good. I think I'm three quarters of the way through. Okay. You seen the whole thing? No, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. You need to get out of look, and so do y'all. Okay. Also, in uh, movie reviews, now, nah, no, <laughs> we don't want to belabor this point. Last day. Last time, guys. Last time, man. <laughs> this shit finna win a goddamn Tony. <laughs> Whatever is eligible for, this shit is gonna win it, man. Surviving R. Kelly. What's up? <laughs> What's the news? I watched the last two final episodes. I haven't seen any of these shits, man. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see and this. And you know what? He is sick. Sick. He is so <coughs> sick. So very sick. And these last two episodes really just highlighted his, li his life now mm -hmm. and what's going on now. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe a few years. Because I, I was in Arizona, so I'm like, I never heard about any I of this. I thought it came out. 2001. That's why when you said you saw it early in your high school endeavors, I'm like, nigga, what? Yeah, yeah like so 2099. Like late 99. Yeah. I was two years late, obviously, by 2001. I thought I got that bitch fresh off the boat. No. No way. So in these last two episodes, you meet um, two different women who were of age. Mm -hmm. 
right? Met him. Now, how do you, if I meet you, I'm 30-something, you, you know, obviously you're still older than me. And I know you have an alleged sex tape. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, I Google the shit. Mm -hmm. Like, if I know you have something, right. I'm going to Google. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Google's your friend in that These scenario. These women didn't. Ah. These women were just so caught up in R. Kelly. Bitch, mind that, your data plan. That, that they just completely Blanked. blocked all of his history and reputation right. out. And they even took us to the house, his old house in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And the room. This and is the girl. The Camp. Yeah. The college. One of the girls who walked us college. through, you know, she broke down being in oh, one room. the trauma. She said this one room she was in was all black. The walls was black. The curtains uh -huh. was black. It was just dark. Like that album cover, Black Panties. Mm. Mm. Maybe you shot it in that That's room. When, yeah. All you hoes, come lay down. Come lay down real quick. So I just, in, this, in these last two episodes, um, it, was just, it was just real hard and to understand how these girls could stay. You saw the mom go and get her daughter right. or try to get her daughter at the hotel. And you saw the mind games. So sometimes one girl may want to leave, but if the other girls are ten toes, ten toes down with them. They'll convince her. Yeah. And so she, she had to break away. And eventually she got back to her mom. She went back, but then came back to her mom. Oh, I thought she was going to say she went back and got others like the Harriet Tubman of hoes. No. Oh, no, I was about to say, damn. So, so the one particular girl was saved. You have the two girls he has now, uh, jo Joycelyn and Azriel. In Azriel's case, you all know R. Kelly's reputation. You go to a concert, mm -hmm. R. Kelly concert, right? You and your family. Mm -hmm. And he calls your daughter up there. Oh. You already know this man's <laughs> reputation. Do you allow your daughter to go on stage? Hell no, we At won't 17. go. Hell no, we will not go. Hell no. Does she feel like us? We can both come up here? Like, what? No. What the fuck the, is the mom the, and doing? And I feel bad for the dad, because he was like, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm right here. Ain't nothing going to happen to my baby. Right. You know? So not tonight. I let her grow up on stage. They had to exit back backstage to get off stage. They we can't go from where you came up. Out. Ah. Paperwork Consent and forms and IDs. So R. Kelly got clever in his latter years. He started messing around with chicks that were starting at 17. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So then by the time the parents got wind of it, they already Man, grown. It's too late. Too late. It's too late. He's already in their head. But I just don't understand that. how bad do you want fame? Like, how bad do you hang on somebody's word? How long now do you hang on are you and asking, starve? Are you asking that question of the teens and the children or the parents because again i feel like both parties were probably and even more so some of these parents were looking for that fame at any extent well at okay any cost, you know so what I'm saying? i obviously thought that the they had the parents of ezriel the young girl who's still with him now on and she could sing beautiful voice mm -hmm. right the parents wasn't for it. they didn't agree they didn't they didn't want to do this right, Once you got them in that of age category, it don't matter what the parents feel. Yeah, it's kind of a shitty situation for, yeah. for, for these parents. Now, the younger girls back, I don't know, right? I think you should know when your kid's taking a flight out of town. You God 15, damn. 16. But for her, he caught her at a time when she was in college, going away, about to graduate. It's a yeah. shitty situation. But you you got to be weak-minded, I guess. I mean, because she had her, her mom and dad. Yeah. Like... Fathers matter. You Fathers know what I'm matter. saying? So you would think that that would solve it, but it doesn't it always doesn't be It doesn't always case. solve it. And so it just, it, it questioned a lot of stuff. It questioned, because he had a former employee who was really kind of telling everything mm -hmm. about the different girls and ones who tried to get away, right. what happened. And that's why men are trash, because there's no way. <laughs> Damn, Gillette, since you started. <laughs> R. Kelly could do all this without having people. He yeah. got people in CPD. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't know that, but I do know that it takes a system yeah. of, 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 of uh, pedophilia at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? A system of deception, a system of motherfuckers being okay with in infusing young people and families with trauma. Like just not seeing beyond how it impacts their yeah. pockets financially and being like, at the end of the day, you know, this is how I feed my family. So I'm just going to turn a blind eye. And again, to that quote from Albert Einstein not going to be the evildoers that ruin the world. It's going to be the bystanders that allow them to do it. So. And this, the one girl who actually left, he basically turned her into a boy. 
Now, I heard about that, and they were saying he might be into guys, too. Well, I did hear. At I'm, least I'm it look. was all girls, if that's like a silver lining in it all. You know, with the yeah, Kevin Spacey the, thing, it's like, ugh, yuck. The former employee with, said he made her look like, a, she did look like a boy. Cut her hair. She had to wear her hair like a boy. She grew her shit up? My, my mustache? Well, no, she didn't have no facial hair. You can take um, some hormone pills. But there is a guy here who reps R. Kelly. That's his friend. And I've heard that his brother... Is R. Kelly's fuckboy. So. The adventures of fuckboy. I just, I just don't. He's sick. And he even, look, get this. He asked to be on Ayana, Fix My Life. Who Not did? this year. R. Kelly? But yeah, like help two me. years ago. Help me. That was his cry for help. And Ayana said, I told him no because he doesn't even have the capacity to, to understand. To, yeah. Now that's that doctor, that, yeah. that New York sounding doctor. Your father and your mother. Yeah. That lady, I saw that. I saw that clip. I saw a clip, and she was saying how his shit is so interwoven between personal and professional, and he almost like tells on himself every song, and then he comes back and does it again, and then makes another million off of another he don't album. See where and he the can't. Problem is. And she said he professionalized his sickness, yeah. and that was deep. And for her to say, "No, I can't help you, baby." There's nothing I can do for you, sir. There's absolutely he nothing sick. I can do for and She just, equated that shit to how mothers, single mothers uh, from the black community specifically, are okay with their children going on to play professional sports, especially football, where you're just banging around, smashing around, getting CTE and concussions and shit. But it's like, shit, you got mama in house, you got auntie Akai, you got this, you got that. And it's almost the same type of pimp uh, mentality that the parents might have when putting, themselves, putting their children in harm's way and that harm being R. Kelly. And that's a convoluted conversation, but what I wanted to ask you about is what impact, if any, has this had on like his finances? I heard his streams went up. Like, Are the record labels still fucking so with him or what's up, going on? But RCA is not financially backing his next two albums. so They're, they're not, in bed with him for two they're albums. They're not dropping all right? him. Right, but he label. has a two-album commitment? Yeah. Okay, and they're and just not going to market that They're just shit. not going to financially back it, um, and they have nothing to say about none of that shit. Not um, our problem. They're <laughs> protesting outside of Sony. Where he rents the studio. No, Sony in New York. They're like different cities of protests of R. Kelly. Oh, shit. Um, they were outside the studio. The police and them went in there. Probably nothing. Right. Was, you know the police on his payroll, he, he said. He got CPD on his payroll. So How much money does a nigga have? Like, somebody was like, man, I think he has about 3000 Well, he was behind on rent <laughs> for the studio. What? He's behind on rent in the Trump Towers. So I don't know what he's doing with his money. The former employee did say that he doesn't have like he used to have it, so he's very strategic with how he spends it and where he puts it. Right. So I'm spending all these 17 and a half year olds. He's nasty. Sick. It bitch. Just, those last two episodes just really just changed my whole like, ugh. Yeah. You know, like it went from it went from disdain to disgust. Yeah. And that's why I don't want to watch it because I only rely on R. Kelly for music. You know what I'm saying? That's like me giving a fuck about what Kanye's doing in his personal life, and it makes yeah. me not want to listen to his new music. I know a lot of people are not fucking with the new Kanye shit, but a lot of that shit speaks to me, and I like it. And yeah. it's like, but I don't give a fuck about what he's talking about outside of music. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I'm not looking to you for that. You're not a role model to me. You're a no. musical genius, and as long as you continue to be that, I continue to benefit. But then again, I don't want to get caught up in that bystander piece either, because it's like I'm so siloed on music, music, music. Fuck everything else you're doing. But playing devil's advocate, if we examined each and every one of our musical artists, starting with Mike, like you really would mute Michael Jackson if we knew everything about him or suspected everything about him all over I again years and years be after happening. And still and, listen to his and still music. listen to his music because the music is for you. Yeah. The music makes you feel better and blah blah blah. And I'm not finna fuck that up. I was in a restaurant the other day and they played R. Kelly, I think like some happy people or something like that. And I I, I looked just to get a pulse, just to get a pulse. <laughs> Nobody seen the throw up hair. or hair, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just one of the things like that nigga is part of the soundtrack of soundtrack of us growing up. Yeah. How he inspired the soundtrack and how it was created. Ugh. I don't I don't yeah. know if I want to know that from half the artists. No. I don't want to know them niggas like that. And what's interesting is the the young lady in the videotape, right? The PP video? Yeah. Okay. Um some of the older ladies She's still been around. Yeah, right, I heard she's, she's still, still on the team. And her dad's a drummer or a, a, a bass Yeah, or and um, he, they were like, well, I was introduced to her. You know, I somebody, one person said she trains the girls. So I don't know. Whatever floats your boat, 
Y'all taking low. Bible verses out of context, man. Y'all better give us back Proverbs 22 and 6. Anyway, Woo. I think that about wraps us up for uh, entertainment on this week's segment of This, That, and the Third. Literally. Y'all pray for <laughs>Moving on to our favorite topic on this and the third, and that is none other than relationships. relationships. What's topping off our relationship news this week, Miss Reese? Um, well, first, I better not hear about no new cases with R. Kelly because oh, y'all should know. Okay, it ain't over. That's the first thing. It ain't all right. It like, better not happen in 2019. Come on. come on, man. All right, wake up. Hashtag dear DC. Right, we don't want to see no hashtag. None. I'm with R. Kelly. With no. You. Get okay. off the shits. We're no longer with the shits. Okay. Uh, hashtag Dear DC, is there any scenario where it's okay to sleep with someone that you know is in a relationship? Mm, sips low on that one. I'll take it. <laughs> Hell yeah. There's more than one scenario if you ask me because a relationship, like I could have a one night stand and technically that's a relationship. I could have a one year stand and technically that's a relationship. I can have a 25 year stand and technically that's a relationship. But until you put a ring on it, <laughs> that shit doesn't count to me, dog. Because I feel like what happens in the event that I'm me, mm -hmm. you, you, mm -hmm. you got a situation, I got a situation, but we just feeling it for the moment. We supposed to not act on that feeling, and then we get out of our situations, or I'm in mine and you out of yours, or vice versa, and now it's like, okay, well, I'm ready and you're not. Okay, then you get a situation, I get out of mine, it's like, well, I'm ready and you're not. And it's like, we never got a chance to see. It's called bad timing. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I don't subscribe to time like that. <laughs> I, don't subscribe, I'm not, I don't subscribe to that construct that's just made up by man. Like, I feel like if I'm feeling you and you feeling me and we grown and we consenting, we can do whatever we want to do. If only for one night. <laughs> now, the disrespect comes in where, first of all, you got to know, don't ask the questions you don't want the answers to. Yeah. But if your person you in a relationship comes to you and be like, yo, so, you know, kind of smell a little different. <laughs> where you been, who you been with, what the bam, and you're not willing to divulge that information, now you bogus. But if they ask and you're willing to be like, you know what, I fucked up or I didn't fuck up, this is how our relationship is, and I stepped out and this was the situation, blah, blah, blah. You, you're a grown-up, talking to another grown-up, hopefully. But that person needs to be able to ask that question and want the real answer. And I think that will make y'all relationships better. I wouldn't advocate for my broad stepping out with another nigga. <laughs> okay. But if I'm stepping out on my broad, I have to be ready for that. I have to be ready for that. And I'm, if I'm not finna step out on my broad and she not finna step out on me, then why the fuck aren't we married? <laughs> why are we just in a relationship? We should be married if it's just you and I till the day we die. Okay. What do you say? Ain't no such thing as cheating if you're transparency. <laughs> Ain't no such thing as cheating unless you're married. All right. Well, then I don't need to answer Matt, that question. moving right along. <laughs> moving right along. Okay. What else they ask in D.C.? Hashtag Dear D.C. Uh -huh. I think my boyfriend is cheating on me. He is. I was in the car when the Bluetooth accidentally picked up and I heard a woman talking briefly. Hello? From what I heard, it appears he's cheating on me, but he claimed he never slept with her. He actually got mad at me for treating him like a cheater. Mm-hmm. He tried to convince me all day mm -hmm. and said he was so innocent that I could even call her back and ask. Of course, I didn't, but now I'm thinking I should call her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he is. He is cheating on you. Um, the damn like Bluetooth. And the damn, why the fuck, how old is this nigga? Why? Oh, you talking about in the car. I'm thinking, uh, hello? No, in the nigga, car. why do you still have a Bluetooth earpiece? Disconnect yeah. that when your girl's in the car. Yeah, you want to disconnect that. It's probably her car. You just drive it a lot, Jody. But uh, I think that he's, de she's, he's definitely cheating on you, in my opinion. So I can't prove this or anything like that. But I would say go with your gut as 99.9% yeah. .9 of the time is going to be right and it's not going to lead you, uh, send you off or lead right. you astray. I would say... Um, you know, just the, just the fact that he's using the reverse psychology, like you can call her back, that either means, man, I'm calling your bluff and just seeing how you're going to play this, or I've already talked to the bitch. She knows what to say. Okay? <laughs> and then last but not least, I just feel like at the end of the day, um, you treating him like a cheater speaks more towards your insecurity. Because, again, boyfriend, again, yeah. ah, he's not really cheating. He's cheating himself. I'll put it like that. He's cheating himself. Because if you... If we as men and women will be bold enough to be like, you know what, man, before we, before we go too far, I love to have sex. 
and I don't always just have sex with one person. With the sis or no. Nah. And let her make an informed decision. If she chooses to stay and you get in this situation, then you not bogus because now you don't have to cover know. up and remember what you said and know. Bluetooth. It's like it is what it is. And you got to be ready for her to be on that same, same shit. shit. And I don't think a lot of us are that grown. I We're not that grown. And no. we, we cheat ourselves because you might be with somebody that would totally be with that because they would take trust and, and, and communication and loyalty over monogamy. But we don't even give him that chance to make an informed decision. What say you? Yeah, he's cheating. He's cheating. And you always take the opportunity to call back. Or at least get the number you can call when you're ready. Man, you can call and breathe. You ain't got to say so. You be like, man, I just want to see if I, this was the number. This is the same voice. Wapi be bammy. But at the end of the day, the brother is cheating himself. But he's not necessarily cheating on you because y'all not married. So technically, you can't cheat by my definition. Uh, also, in relationships, what we got? <laughs> Young, black, and committed. Hey, y'all. Is being faithful hard? And if being faithful is easy, then why do so many people cheat? Do men or women have it harder or easier? <sighs> Again. <laughs> I knew he was going to say Why do we keep saying people are cheating, dog? <laughs> faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. <laughs> and you have faith in this person to be the golden standard that's been presented by the world of what faithful looks like? Or do you have faith in that person to be them? And when somebody shows you who they are, believe them the believe first them. time. So if I showed you early on I'm willing to lie in your <laughs> motherfucking face and give no fucks about it, why do you think that that would go away five years later? I'm just going to tell different lies. If it was, baby, I can't tell you a lie, yes. I, man, I used to holler at your friend. I want to get to know you. I'm just letting you know that out front. That's totally different yeah. to me. Being like, man, hell no. Nah, that bitch like me. <laughs> Nigga, she showed me the text. You know what I'm saying? But you go with it because, oh, he picked yeah. me over her. Nana and a yeah. boo-boo. Okay, you won that one. But you're getting into something and you're ignoring all the red flags yeah. and the writing is on the wall. So when you get into a situation where it's like, why does everybody cheat? We don't unless we marry. And two, we only cheat ourselves by not being honest with ourselves and with others. I know. That I'm not the most faithful nigga to others, but I'm faithful as fuck to myself. I just want to be happy. So whatever I feel like doing that makes me happy, I'm doing that shit. Oh, God. That's all I'm saying. So it seems like what you're saying is men and women should all just be open. Yes. And have open conversations. Yes. In the beginning or whenever the situation comes up in yes. your relationship about having an open relationship, basically, or being able to go do what you want to do if that's what makes you happy. Right. Now, my thing is, and I think a lot of men might feel this way, you feel like, well, baby, shit, I make you happy. I, I, I do everything you need done. Why do men do think you? that? I, just, I feel that way as a man. I just feel like everything that she needs, I'm providing. And then a lot of women are independent, so they don't need much, but what <laughs> men can give them. <laughs> what a woman wants, right? So you give it to them, and you think thinking like, we good, right? Yeah, no. And uh, you feel like you don't need to go get that nowhere else. But as a man, you like, well, it don't mean as much to me. So I might go over here and I might go over there and I'm definitely coming back. So we good. But we not bold enough to say that shit. So we just do that shit. Well, and I think men can't handle it being done to them. No, oh. no, no. Don't ever give my like, pussy away. Hey, baby. I'm don't ever give my pussy away. You should be good. I, I handled you today. I'm finna go out, visit no. West Side, then I'm gonna go up north and no. then back south. No. We good, right? No. <laughs> you can't do that to someone you love. <laughs> you can't. But we're not married, right? You're not. <laughs> You're not. But it means more to women. Sex means more to most women. Guys don't look at sex like that. Guys look at sex like a sport. So what if the person you're in a relationship with, that woman, says, okay, let's play the sport. No, I quit. I don't like, I like golf. I like golf. One person. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But, again, that's the conversation you have to have. Yeah, yeah. I, I just feel like if more people had those conversations, less feelings would get hurt. Hurt, yeah. That's all I'm okay. saying, man. Know thyself. Okay. Last question. Mm -hmm. This was uh, a couple days ago. Tom Capone. Hey, Tom. And he said, if you propose and the woman says no, is the relationship over? Dog, I've been seeing this trend lately. <laughs> Motherfuckers is for real. Dating, mm -hmm. getting proposed to or proposing yeah. to someone, 
being engaged and calling the Quit. engagement off. I said, God damn. You know how grown of a decision that is, how, how forward thinking that is, how mature that is to be like, I know I put all this shit on social media. I know I've been with you for so long. I know you did the right thing and tried to put a ring on it. But I'm good, bro. I'm good. <laughs> Enjoy. Because it seems like most of the women are calling them off. And I'm just like, God damn, these women are grown. <laughs> That's some grown ass shit. Because back in my day, they just say, nigga, it. ain't no nose. Yeah. I remember hearing a story. <laughs> Motherfucker said he proposed to his lady. Was like, man, you know, we got the band. We've been together for long enough. I already know you're getting that itch. Family looking at me a certain way. Children are blossoming. Yeah. Huh, here you go. Shorty like, ah, man, he proposed to me. Yeah. He proposed with a diamond ring. Buddy asked, talked to a couple friends, colleagues, associates. They was like, man, well, why you getting married? He was like, well, I mean, shit, it's, it's time. Exactly. It's, it's the time to do it. Who else? If I'm going to marry a motherfucker, it's going to be this motherfucker. Might as well, right? They said, man, you should have gave her a promise ring. Not no engagement ring. That ain't what marriage is about. Just settling and going into it half-assed. Like, shit, we dated so long. Next is marriage. First comes love, then comes marriage, right? So, buddy ass goes back like, yeah, you know, I know I proposed to you, but uh, I want to switch that on up and uh, give you this promise ring instead. Shorty said, nigga, please, we get married. And that was it. Motherfuckers got married, Z. Like, I have never until recently heard about my, I don't know. I don't know. I lost track. but Because it was like not my direct friend. Okay. It was a story I was hearing about a nigga. But it was like one of those things where it was like, I, motherfuckers just went. Like if you got the, to the proposal phase, you didn't back out of the proposal. You might get married and get divorced, but yeah. you wasn't calling off a proposal, dog. Yeah, and I'd rather you, if, the, if you have second... Oh, yeah. Yes. It's the like, right thing to do. It's the to right thing to do, but it seems like it's trending. Like, motherfuckers is like, yeah, I want to go through all the motions. Like, it's almost like, you know how they say uh, women don't want to be wives. They want to be brides. So it's yeah. like, I don't, I don't want to serve and submit and who I devam. <laughs> I want to have this big-ass wedding in my honor because I want to feel like the princess that my daddy and mom always told me I fucking was. So I want that day. Everything after that day, nigga, I don't give a fuck it's about Gally. that shit. Excuse me. But I think it's now getting to the point where, you know, how we went from baby showers to gender reveal parties. Yeah. We went from weddings to now engagement announcements yeah. and who I did bam like after they know that nigga I'm wifey material that's all the validation I really needed from you nigga I don't really need to get married now I know you would have but I'm gonna stay on this independent shit <laughs> like it's like crazy dog like that that shit seems to be trending as so all I don't saying. think the relationship is over if you propose and I say no and that just means I don't want to be married I not necessarily want to be out of the relationship but you I just don't want to be married to you but i think it depends as all things yeah. do on the nigga and the chick yeah. because if i pop the question and you say yes or you say in this one they didn't even get engaged or they call it off after like, well no his question was if you propose and they she say, say no, no we're probably done because my my feelings <laughs> my feelings matter and if i went through this extent and extended myself like you could at least say let me holler at you. <laughs> Just now, come on, here. let me holler at you real quick. Check it out. You know what I'm saying? Like, tell me, check it out. And then be like, uh, we could come up with something where it's like, okay, we're going to act like this didn't happen. So I'm not saying no, but I'm saying that, that's the wrong size. So let's, you know, figure something else <laughs> out. Boy, I'd be like, don't say no. So you'd rather me lie. No, no, no. I'd rather you coddle and, and, and control the situation and be like, Show, show me no, as opposed to, if I hear no, it's just, it hurts way more than if you'd be like, you know what, baby? I see you. I feel you. I love you. I love you. You don't need no ring to prove to me that you want to be with me. Come on, put that little ring up. Put that little, you know it's a little ass ring. If I, put that little ring up. Put that little ring up. Let's go to Denny's. Let's go to Denny's. You know what I'm saying? Let's go get a Rudy Tooty Fresh Fruity and talk about this shit. And you never said no. So now the relationship can continue. If I get down on bended knee and, they say no, and so. present and you say the words, the word no, we're done. That's just me personally, though. Well, if you get down on bend the knee and you got a little bitty thing in that little, box, little you might as well get up now, brother. Nah, <laughs> nah, take the little billy ass thing. That's the motion in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not when it comes to rings. 
I thought the smaller the diamond, the better. And the more it glistens and the rocks and the cuts, it don't okay, have to so be. Okay, so let me say this. Because you can spend more on the investment. Y'all can go on vacation. Y'all can buy a crib. The gotta, ring I, I, is like got, holding you up. I got a cousin that's married, and um, I, I didn't go to her wedding, and I hadn't seen her in a while. And, and it, the thought was like, oh, I forgot to ask her about a ring. Girl, let me see a ring. And I didn't have to ask because I saw it. From afar. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Don't give me no little shit thing. I'm going to walk around with that. You might as well wait till you can afford it. Right. And then come back to me because that will get your ass a quick no. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> My face hey, would be you like. Hey, what's so funny no. about that, Z? It's like that's so worldly. That's so worldly. One, you know diamonds don't have any real value. It's just the way they've been marketed. Mm -hmm. You know that, right? Mm -hmm. So to say that I know this, I know. This fucking precious stone on my finger has absolutely no value. I know that you, with this wedding and this ring and all things considered, are going to go in financial solvency to make me feel and also give me the opportunity to make others feel the way that, you know what I'm saying, the world thinks yeah. that we're supposed to make them feel and we're supposed to feel on our special day. And all things considered, I know this is some bullshit, but still, do it for the gram. That's some worldly-ass I don't shit. need, but see, I don't need a big... Wedding. Why you need, need a big diamond then? So when I'm out and a nigga's checking for me, he ain't got to ask because he can see it. Okay. okay. He can see a band-aid on your finger. It doesn't happen. <laughs> oh, you got injured. What the hell happened? Paper cut? Yeah, I'm available. No, no okay. But I'm saying, <laughs> see, I'm saying, it's a lot of people, a lot of strong-ass relationships my, my that don't wear rings. Don't rings. So what that right? tell you? That tells strong, me that they come from a different time. They come and from a different time. What well, I'm telling you, well, I am telling you. And, and I am telling you. I live in the Midwest, okay? You will <laughs> not. You you just made it happen. My my wife, Mrs. King, for real, for real, she ain't getting no ring. Cousin Reese, she ain't getting no ring. Well, because the real deal, Holyfield, will understand that it's not about no motherfucking ring. What that ring do? That make us faithful? What that ring do? What that ring do? That make it's us better nice, parents. No, it's what a that nice ring token. do? So when your ass you know what keep niggas up leave? off you? You know what keep niggas up off you? You know what keep niggas up off you? What? Your response. <laughs> your response. When you hit them with well, the I Google eyes and the you got a chance. If I got a big ring, if dead, that shit is little, it's dead. Like, that means your that mean your nigga work a lot and you're available at the crib <laughs> often. That's what that means to a certain nigga. I ain't gonna say the nigga like me, but that's what it means to certain niggas. Like, oh, that nigga work hard, huh? He's barely home. Yeah. And I'm barely home, taking flights. <laughs> Shotgun, motherfucker, what you mean he can fly us out? You see what I'm saying? Like, bro, that ring shit don't mean nothing to no nigga. Well, it might mean something to chicks, but it don't mean nothing to no dude. No nigga. It don't mean nothing to no nigga. It means something to a gentleman and to a man, but niggas who is just going to be shooting that shot anyway, that little ass, that little puss ass ring. You know what well, I'm saying? Again, that's why I won't be marrying a nigga. Nah, the niggas is trying to holler at you, I'm saying. The ring ain't going to keep them off you. I know, I know They're going to rob you. No. <laughs> niggas going to be like, when, that, when, you go, when you going home? I'm going to rob you and then still shoot my shot. Fuck you mean? It's a different day. Age yeah. I don't think it's that dead. the ring matters as much as it used. So I'm not saying don't get a ring. I'm I would be in the stream. I would be in the stream. But I'm not saying it matters. You're but saying I, rings I say matter. my preference. Preference. I get that. My preference. I get that. I get that. Don't come in with no little bitty ass shits that I got stuff. Yeah, yeah, like, and I, I get what you're saying. But what about like how people get like the black bands now? It's more so for the yeah, guys. I love like they stylish. They're and they different, not, yeah. uh, like David Yorkman. They're yeah. different uh, designers that have a lot of they different They come with nice that shit, yeah. It looks that are nice. expensive, right? Very What if it looks expensive. nice and it's not expensive? What if it looks nice? Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Somebody gonna whoop you with the bogus diamond talking about. That's Pelosi. Now, I'm, I'm all about highs and lows, mixing highs and lows. But this gotta be a high. I'm just saying. Oh my stuff. What's what's a low that you could take? You could live in an apartment for the rest of your life. I Mary? can have the same cell phone forever. I don't need to upgrade my cell phone every time a new iPhone comes out. I'm talking about as it pertains to uh, relationship goals. Will you uh, never live in a home? With your future husband, would no, you we're not want a house? You have to have a house. You gotta go. West Coast. Gotta gotta have a big house. Not a big house. I'm saying like highs. You said highs and lows. House is non-negotiable. Yeah, I need I need a home. Nice ring. Yes. What that vehicle talking about? 
Don't they matter. Don't public transport. Ma- so no, that could be a low. Public transport. What? But I don't have to have a card, though. Huh? I don't have to have a card, though. Okay, so pay for. Pay for. Okay. So that could, that's a medium? Yeah. What's, what's, what's some lows? I ain't heard no lows. I ain't no shopaholic. Okay, so the, the fashion and the white I ain't no bad down. chick. I ain't got to spend thousands on bags. I don't. No, no, no. Get I thought you said you're not a bad chick. I was about to say, like, bad chicks don't have to get dressed up, though. That's, no, that's cheating. Bags. Now, I get it, but Perfect. you can wear jogging suits every day and still be like, shit, it's Reese. <laughs> fuck you mean? I, I ain't exactly. hear you say bag. I, don't I ain't hear you say to, bag. Yeah, like yeah I thought you said stuff. bag. I don't, okay. need, I don't need that. Give me one more low. Okay, so you don't need bags is big though. Bags is yeah, important. That's a huge thing. So I, I like that. that. Shoes. Shoes ain't big like that with you. Okay, so shoes and bags. Yeah. One more for the trifecta, for the third. That what was else? this. This is that. Give me the third. What's the small item that you'll settle with? And it don't have to be big. You're not into that shit that most women in the world might be. So bags, shoes. Bags, shoes, and what what else are most women? Trips. Into? Maybe trips. Oh, Are no, trips required? Trips are required. So housing. Trips, transportation, ring. Those are all highs. I need one more low. Um, I want to do weaves. weaves. That's a costly. That's, a, that's costly as fuck. Yeah. Okay. Can I slow clap, yeah. Come on. <laughs> we just had to talk through it, people. Yeah. We're saying the same thing like a synonym, man. And I believe that wraps us up for relationships on this week's episode of This and the Third. Literally. Literally. Uh, we thank y'all for tuning in and turning up. As always, don't forget to tell a friend to tell a friend to, you know, check us out on iTunes, check us out on YouTube, check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Check us out everywhere by searching this and the third with the third spell I, 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 like the Roman numeral three. And on YouTube, you can search Calvin and Reese. Once again, it's been a pleasure serving as your host. It's your boy, Calvin Leroy King, the third, my lovely co host with the most of this Reese Peace the one and only. And we are the Undisputed King and Queen of Chicago Podcast. Check, check us out. out.